Hey friends, it's Mark James. I'm in bed again. Did you like the little bed episode yesterday? Just woken up and, uh, well, actually I've been away for over an hour, but I had to speak to a company called Instant Print. More on that in a second. Yeah, I like a little episode in bed. It's quite good actually as well to do the podcast early like this. Reflect on the previous day in the morning and then because sometimes it stresses me out when I haven't done this by seven or eight o'clock at night. And I think, oh, shit, I better get that done. I don't want to let you all down or let myself down. It's an interesting record, this, of life, isn't it? A strange thing to do every day. So once again, thanks for listening. I was just turning over a bit then. Um, yeah, I just was woken by my friend Stephen Williams, who, as you'll know, uh, is a member of the gay community. And uh, he he just <laughs> I turned over. I said, "Oh, I'd forgotten you were going to be here." No, um, we just were chatting on the phone, and he said to me, "It's very funny." He said, "I've mentioned he's gay, which you already know, of course, but it's important for this story, I suppose." <laughs> I said, uh, "He does." When we were younger, when he was younger, he had elocution lessons and uh, he's got a lovely speaking voice. He got He's a performer, obviously. He got elocution lessons for dramatic reasons because he had a very, very strong Scouse accent being from Liverpool and he doesn't now. He's got a tiny twang in the same way as I've got. <laughs> That's not a euphemism either. I've never seen it. Um, he... Uh, He's got a tiny twang in the same way as I have a slight northeastern twang, although no longer have a here yeah, man, I read anywhere what you did, you can yeah. I don't have a northeastern accent like that anymore, but I did used to when I was younger. So now he gives elocution and pronunciation lessons to people who've learned English but don't speak English as a first language. So they learn English and then he gives them lessons on how to speak English more naturally. He could probably help me out this morning. I seem to be struggling a bit. But um, yeah, he does that. And he has a lot of enterprises and different businesses. And I always talk about, you know, I always joke and say that he's like a con man. He gets involved in everything. He's Arthur Daly or Derek Trotter or, you know, any sort of side business, multiple fingers in different pies kind of con man you can think of. I give him that sort of stick all the time. And uh, he said, well, I've got to go because I've got my first voice lesson in two minutes. And I said, I can't believe someone's about to have their pants pulled down by you. And he said, not for the first time, dear. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the phrase having one's pants pulled down to mean being ripped off traditionally. So there you go. <laughs> so I spoke to him and uh, I'll probably speak to him again in half an hour when that lesson's finished. He said, I'll just boffer off, I'll pop. But well, before we talked about that, we were um, talking about me being awake because I had to speak to instant print. Because... I've been doing my space up, as you know. You know, the. I mean, I've gone on about this every bloody day. There'll be pictures of it soon. There's a couple of sneak peek pictures on my Instagram. But I've been changing my space where I do uh, streaming and making it look a lot better and on brand with my kind of the way my show looks and feels and all that. And what I've done is we've papered the walls with brick wallpaper and now, lots of these black frames are going up that have got traditional magic posters in. Old school, vintage, golden age of magic posters, which I love. But at the minute... <coughs> 
gosh, I think I might be dying. At the minute, the uh, posters that are in there are things that I already had in the house or in my old office. So, like, there's a Back to the Future poster, there's an advert for old typewriters, there's random stuff. So, what I did was I ordered from Instant Print all these posters, and I thought, because printing is a strange thing, one poster, A3 size, one poster will cost you £9. But 25 posters will cost you... 17 pounds <laughs> so for the extra eight quid you can have an extra 24 posters but only of one per design so i thought i was getting five different posters so i thought i can either pay nine times five which don't worry i am capable of doing that math so i'm just laying it out for you nine, <laughs> nine times five i can either pay nine times five uh for the um what's it called, for the posters, and only have one poster, nine to, 45, there it is, <laughs> I can either pay, nine times five, for um, these posters, and only have one of each, or I can pay 17 times five, which by the way, is uh, 85, I can either pay, can you hear me tapping on the screen, using the calculator, I wasn't, <clears throat> or I can pay £85, which is an extra £40, of course, but get an extra 24 of each poster, which if I then was to package up into packs of five and sell them on, you know, it'd be a decent little decent little thing. But then I was in the shops yesterday. I went to B&Q to get some materials, the Home uh, Depot thing, like Home Depot, but in England. I went there and I saw these shelves, which I thought were cool, these cubbyhole shelf things. So I bought them. But then I went across to Sainsbury's and I saw some that I like better. So I took the B&Q ones back. And when I put them on the, on the wall, it turned out I didn't need as many posters as I thought. So I had to cancel the order. But if they've started the printing order before you cancel, you still have to pay for it. And I'd already paid for it. So basically, they don't do refunds on printing. Uh, so I was awake. I'd already sent an email over the weekend. But I was awake, ready to call at 9am to cancel the printing order. Because I've since put in a subsequent printing order. But I only ordered um, two posters to go in massive frames. And I got one of each which I didn't mind that because they were massive. And um, yeah, it was a real, it was a kerfuffle. It was a palaver. It was a, a situation that needed to be resolved, but it had to be resolved by 9.01. Otherwise they might start printing. So it's done and I'm very happy. I managed to get the printing sorted. So I can't wait for those posters to come. Now I've just got to take care of the next situation, which is getting this new camera. Uh, I'm sending my stuff in for the trade today. It's getting picked up by DPD. DPD are really the kings of delivery, aren't they? I mean, with all the other companies, Hermes, you might as well not bother. Hermes might chuck it over your fence if you're lucky. They'll probably attempt to deliver it to a similar house number in an entirely different town and then tell you that you weren't in. Um, what other companies are there that do delivery? Royal Mail are pretty solid, if not a little slow. Although, as you know from previous experience, our Royal Mail postman is one of my favourite people in the world. He's a lovely man. Uh, but they're a bit slow. You know, the system is a bit slow. 
What other delivery companies are there? Parcel Force, which people nickname Parcel Farce, they don't even try to deliver. Their driver just goes out for coffee in the morning and then tells you you weren't in. Ridiculous. But DPD, DPD are the shit, right? They send you an email and a text that says the name of the driver. It tells you when they'll arrive within like a two minute window. And you can even click a button and watch them on their route. I mean, it would be easy to kidnap a DPD driver. You know exactly where they are at all times. You know, when you watch someone's location, when someone shares their live location with you on Facebook, well, in Messenger, well, that exists for DPD drivers all the time. You click the tracking and it tells you how many stops they're making before you. And it'll say like, you are stop number 43. Uh, Steve is currently at stop number 37. He will be with you in 17 minutes. And then 17 minutes later, he's bloody there. It's amazing. That's what delivery should be like. There's no reason why all the other companies shouldn't do that, really. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Just do that. How, you know, you must know where they are. They all have GPS. Why don't you just give them all that and then let us, the public, see them? Makes much more sense. Oh, I've just realised we're at nine minutes and I'm in bed and I haven't got weighed yet today. Oh, this won't be good. Getting straight out of bed and onto the scales again. Let's just hope it's similar to yesterday. I didn't walk. It's really icy. Can you hear me going downstairs? It's really icy at the minute uh, outside. And Sarah very kindly volunteered to do the school run this morning, which meant I didn't have to get up. But also, we didn't know at that point because you didn't get the DPD message until this morning. But that's me moving the scales of what his route would be. So she did the run, the school run, in case um, DPD came. I'm just balancing my phone. Okay. Getting on the scales. Yes! I lost a pound, bitches! <laughs> That's good considering I didn't walk. 1912. That'll do. I just realised I wasn't going to be able to put my weight on the end of the podcast name. And that would have... Um, considering we had curry last night as well. Yesterday I had curry and biscuits and other stuff and I didn't walk you reach a sort of equilibrium anyway I start dieting tomorrow because as you know it's Tuesday so Tuesday is when the diet starts because um I don't eat Tuesday Wednesdays Monday is typically a cheat day I'm gonna eat but I'm not gonna go mental and then tomorrow we begin first proper week of January I know I've been saying this shit for months but it's gotta it's gotta happen eventually <laughs> Today is Blitz the House. We're taking down the Christmas tree uh, and tidying the house up and stuff. Anyway, that's the podcast. Bye, friends.